0: Nita Bells is on our show right now. She's an anti-human trafficking advocate, uh, featured at the NFL's Super Bowl nine years in a row. Nita Bells has a simple message: human trafficking. You know what? It is the second largest and fastest growing crime in the world. What? Second? That's crazy. Second largest. I want to know what it, what's first. Drugs, maybe. What many do not know is that one in three children who run away will be lured towards sex trafficking by seemingly caring people within 48 hours of running away. And if that doesn't have your attention, you should know that one in seven of the nearly 25,000 runaways reported to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children were likely victims of sex trafficking. The large majority of these children are American-born citizens This crime is happening to runaways and street children, also uh, children living in caring homes in every income bracket in America. Although runaways and at-risk children are a high percentage of the victims, this crime is happening to children from middle class and upper class, upper middle class homes. In our backyard, traffickers are recruiting children right out of their bedrooms via smartphones, gaming systems, and computers. Wow. Well, now that I'm thoroughly depressed... Anita, thank you for doing what you're doing. Because I don't know if I could do what you were doing I, without without getting all Liam Neeson on the whole thing. Like <laughs> just angry, angry, angry. I feel about this, and yet, and yet, I guess uh, you know. I, I guess I'm also apathetic.
1: Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And and you know that it's it's uh, it's kind of a roller coaster because God loves each and every one of those perpetrators just as much as he loves a brand new baby, but we have to always remember who's on which side of the law and who's on which side of the perpetrating. So thank you for having me on, Drew. It's
0: a pleasure. Uh, I was speaking to somebody at the cafe. We do a little tradition before we start the show. I head down to the local Bean There Cafe in Oakville, Ontario, and talk to Brett and the gang, And, and I was mentioning to him about the fact that that there is a huge connection between human trafficking and the Super Bowl, and he's not the first person I've said this to who has said to me, What? You gotta be kidding me. So why is this still a shock to some people?
1: Well and it's not just the Super Bowl, you're exactly right. There's a connection here, but it's any major event because anytime you have a bunch of people, particularly a male centered audience with uh, a party atmosphere and some excess cash. You know what it costs to buy a Super Bowl ticket. Um, traffickers are going to capitalize on that and bring their victims here to make money.
0: So uh, so it's not just a Super Bowl. It's any big gathering of um, males with money and booze. That's what I heard.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Yep, I, I think you're right right on. And it happens 365 days a year, In every zip code in the United States, and Canada, too.
0: Um, Why don't I care? (laughs)
1: Well, I think you do care. You've got me on. We're talking about it, and that's all the uh, traffickers ask, is that we not talk about it, and we're doing exactly what we're supposed to do. So I think you do care.
0: But I mean, really, though. If I cared, I would do more than just have you on the show. If I cared, I would... I would what? What do you want? okay, what do you want? What do you want from me? What do you want from us?
1: Okay. Well, thank you for asking. Um, What I'd like to see is, one, talking about it a lot because that helps. That really does help. Don't minimize what you're doing by by talking about it. Um, Secondly, uh, put the National Human Trafficking Hotline in your cell phone because then when you see something, then you report it. Thirdly, become educated so you know what it is when you see it. So you recognize it and you go, ah, now's the time to use that number in my cell phone. And you become educated by uh, reading my book, by getting online and looking at things, um, at articles, at uh, different um, websites. Uh, watching, watching documentaries. Uh, some of the some of the movies you see are less than authentic, but the documentaries are usually pretty good. And um, so, yeah, becoming educated and then having that cell phone in your or that number in your cell phone.
0: Okay, so here's what I'm afraid of. Uh, somebody getting all gung ho about child trafficking, getting the hotline number, and ratting out somebody that is—it's just not what they thought it was because they're so keen and super sensitive. To, I mean, is that a reality, or am I just—is that a red herring?
1: You know what? That is—we um, don't worry about that because we have trained law enforcement that goes out and investigates these things, and if it's not trafficking, then. And it's not another crime; they're going to walk away.
0: Yeah, but you've just threw, would, you've just thrown somebody, you know, your neighbor under the bus because, and all of a sudden, what the cops show up and hey, we've had a report that uh, something dodgy's going on here. Well, who who called? How did you? Know? Oh, yeah. I'm just that's the thing I'm freaked out about.
1: Yeah, and and I understand that, um, but let me just explain to you. I get people multiple times a week who say hey, there's human trafficking going on here. And, you know, I say, well, tell me about it. And they start telling me. And, you know, sometimes I go, uh, that's not human trafficking. That's something else. And law enforcement will do the same thing. They'll look at that and they'll go, uh, yeah, that's not that's not human trafficking. Um, and they're not going to waste the time because they've got plenty of things to do besides that.
0: Okay, uh, Tim, my engineer here, co-host slash doofus buddy, village idiot, village idiot, uh, across the board <laughs> for me. Tim, Tim is a high school teacher. Tim is a social justice advocate. Tim is a tree hugging liberal, caring human Snow being. Snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. And Tim, Tim, want he, he before we started the interview, he said, "Can I, can I participate in this one?" Because he likes to ask permission. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why are you all so fired up about this one? Well, I, mean, I have a daughter, first oh. of yeah, all. Yeah, but I have a daughter, too. Here's the thing. My daughter, uh, I've trained her to snap people's necks who would try to do this kind of stuff.
2: Right. But, you know, there's always going to be someone stronger than her. Oh, okay. um, I think for me, uh, the thing that, that piqued my uh, just in the last few moments is these look-fors. What are these? What are these look for?s What are these things that we oh, yeah, we yeah. spot and and call you? Because I would have no idea what to be looking for
0: aside from the proverbial. You see a white van, the sliding door opens up, and somebody takes somebody. You know, yeah, it's not going to be that obvious, is it? No,
1: you are exactly right. Here's how it works. It works when kids from uh, night schools are sitting in their bed at night going to sleep, and they've got their cell phone on and uh, we had a, a woman talk at an event today she's a survivor of 28 years of being trafficked and she said what happened for her is she was 14 years old she had a fight with her mom she went out and went down the street guy came up behind her and kind of tapped her shoulder and grabbed her hand and kind of did a couple of dance moves with her and started, you know, just talking to her and being friendly. And that was the beginning of being trafficked. He didn't whisk her off. He didn't hoodwink her and take her out. He wooed her. And that was, you know, over 30 years ago now how the traffickers woo the victims is they get, meet them on social media. They meet those kids that are sitting in their safety of their home, using their smartphones and find out what it is that they want. That's all they're looking for is a vulnerability. Hmm. That may be like our friend today who got mad at her mom. That may be somebody who just doesn't feel loved, doesn't feel popular at school she wants friends, she wants to be popular, she wants a boyfriend. It could be somebody who has a bad home and they are um, trying to get away from a dangerous situation at home and anything's better than that. Uh, but it's not, it's not usually the kidnapping, uh, that kind of thing. It's, it's uh psychological, and then move into people's
0: hearts, yeah. Nita Bell's on the phone with us. She is, uh, by the way, I'm pronouncing your last name right, Bells? Exactly. Is is it Bellez or Bells? No, it's Bells. Okay. Uh, Author of In Our Backyard, Human Trafficking in America and What We Can Do to Stop It. Um, Yes, it's in America, uh, but it happens in Canada just at a smaller scale because there's not as many human beings here. Help me understand exactly the logistics Of what happens during a large event like the Super Bowl are you saying that there's more human like are you saying people are actually stolen and then trafficked or they're stolen at the Super Bowl or they're being sold at the Super Bowl so
1: what happens how sex is sold in America and Canada is that um, almost all the sex is sold online So there are certain websites that people go to. There are people that buy sex. They know the websites to go to. They go to those websites. They make what's called a date. And uh, they either go to some place where the person is and they are um, having sex in a motel room or in an alley or wherever. They go to them for that or they have that person come to them. And that's how it's happened. Right, okay. And it just has increased because you've got more people, more money.
0: So you're not saying that people are grabbed more at the Super Bowl, you're saying people are being used more at the Super Bowl.
1: Right, okay. I'm saying that uh, traffickers view what they do as a business.
0: Right, and so and there's greater so business opportunity when guys get together with booze and money. Bingo. Okay. Um, Tim has a daughter.
2: How old is your daughter, Tim? Now? Uh, she's going to be 19 in about a week and a
0: half. Okay. And then we've got two interns here in studio who are uh, young girls, social media girls. And I and I I don't think that they actually think that they could ever be trafficked. And I, I actually want to invite them in on this conversation. One of them is terrified of speaking to the microphone. The other one <laughs> loves the microphone. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but girls, first of all, how old are you, girls again? Come, come a little closer to the. Uh, might as well just stand and come, come to the mic. I, I, I want this to be practical. I don't want this to be just a conversation about your book and your website and your, and your, your awesomeness here, uh, Nita. I want to bring these girls in on this conversation.
1: Yeah, let's make a difference. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, Shauna, do you think there's any possibility that you could ever be trafficked? And, and sorry, let me ask you that in a more realistic way, because we all know there's some possibility. But how realistic do you think is the possibility that you would be trafficked?
1: I mean, from the example that Nita gave before, I work as a sound engineer, so I get off work at 3 a.m. and I'm walking alone downtown a lot. So if the possibility is just, you know, someone meeting up with me through social media, I might meet people after I work and the possibility is there.
0: Same thing with you, uh, Jet. Do you think it's realistic at all or do you sort of like tune out on this conversation?
1: Truth. I think it's very realistic, especially for me, since I do, like, a lot of things by myself. I go grocery shopping by myself. Like, I spend time by myself a lot. Like, I'm alone at the house a lot. So, I don't know, like, like the, like she said earlier, like, it's very, there are times when, like, people are vulnerable. And there are times when people do want someone to talk to And there's just, like, some people there who are willing to listen, but not with the best intentions.
0: Okay. So, uh, Nita, you, you've got these two girls here. They're both in university, college, whatever. They're both smarter than me. <laughs> um, and and uh, can you give them three things to hang on to in this conversation so that they will never um, ignore this conversation again?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. First of all, um, be in communication with your friends, with your family about who you're talking to online. Um, be, hold uh, on! Hold on! I
0: have to interrupt. I want to speak on your behalf. You're not going to do that if you're if you're kind of jonesing on some guy out there, and it's a uh, it's social media ish, and it's maybe a text oh, or Drew. whatever. What you oh.
1: you you don't know about <laughs> screenshotting conversations to it's your friends?
0: You screenshot thing. conversations?
1: Yeah,
0: it's a thing. Oh, it's like man. look at
1: what this guy said to me. No <laughs>
0: way. <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry. I wanted to stand up for them and just see if this was realistic. Nita, I'll shut up and go away now. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, keep in contact with somebody about the people that you are talking to. Make sure they have their contact information and listen to your friends. If they say, hey, this sounds shady, then listen to your friends. Um, The second thing I would say is... uh, educate yourself know what it looks like um know what some of the lines are uh what do they say and if somebody changes let's say they say you know i i really want to get together with you um and then um you if you're going to meet them make sure you have somebody else with you to meet them make sure that they're willing to um to undergo some scrutiny by your friends, by your family. Um, and I and I know it sounds weird, but um, honestly, that's what will save you. And these people will manipulate. Uh, we had a family member not too long ago that went out to a club to meet a friend. She had to return a shirt. And a gal came up to her and said, hey, I know you. She said, no, I don't think I do. And there's two things that this person, this family member is. She's naive and she's too nice. And so she let this other gal who said she knew her, join her. That girl turned over a period of an hour or so into somebody who began uh, manipulating her and saying, you need to come back with me. And we got this hotel room and There's lots of money. There's lots of guys. We're having fun. And um, then she, she started saying, no, no, I'm not coming. By that time, she had to enlist the help of other people around her in their club. The club, there was a wedding party there. And they finally stood up and made the other girl go and said, she's not interested in being with you. And the other girl argued and said, No, she knows us. She's just lying. She's supposed to go with me. And, yeah. And so, fortunately, these other people stood up for her, and she told me, if I hadn't known what you do, I would have gone with her. And uh, so, you know, keep educated about what this looks like.
0: But how do you you get – hold on. Let me ask the girls this question. Girls, are you not exhausted from always having to be on guard and aware and – uh, is it not – it, does it not get to the point where it gets so exhausting that you actually kind of turn that off and, ju- and just kind of, I don't know, roll with things a little bit? Shauna, is there any sort of stranger danger exhaustion?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's people everywhere, so you got to turn it on. But also sometimes, you know, I want to listen to my music while I'm walking down the street. And oh, well.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, tricky. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I – what a horrible time, well, and a good time in some ways. I'm thinking about, you know what I almost said? You're, you're, you, everyone will hate me now. Neeta, I was just about to say, what a horrible time to be a female.
1: <laughs> well, I tell you, it, it is and it isn't, because fortunately we've got the Me Too movement. We've got people that are standing up for women. And we've got to stand on that. We've got to stand on that movement and take it further and say it's not okay to sexually exploit somebody. Mm. Our society has said prostitution is okay because it's two mutually consenting adults. Here's the news flash. Almost every time that prostitution occurs, it's either forced prostitution or somebody who has been forced to prostitute for so many years that she doesn't know anything else. We've got to change the culture. And that's why radio shows like this are so important. We have got to change the culture and say, this is sexual exploitation and it is absolutely not okay.
0: Okay. Um maintain other, this is so exhausting. I'm just going to sound like a jerk again, but Nita, there's so much stuff to have to be aware of. I can't be aware of everything all the time. This issue and that issue and da, 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 da. I mean, again, I come back to apathy when it comes to this issue. Until I know somebody personally who's had some trafficking story go down in their world, we typically don't give a holy grunt about something until it enters into our backyard. Um. So I don't know what to do. Like, Tim, are you, do you get what I'm saying here? Or? Yeah, no, I, I do. And it, it
2: kind of goes to, I remember hearing an article with regards to- You were uh, pe- hearing an article? Uh, sorry, on, there was an article on the CBC, <laughs> so I was hearing it. Yes. Um, and they were talking about with regards to donations to you know, charities and this, this exhaustion, donor exhaustion. And I think you, you touched on a little bit with regards to, um, there's just so much out there to be aware of. you know, And it's, it, it is exhausting, and to be constantly having to be aware of this and this and this and this and this, you, you let your guard down.
0: And it's like,
2: do you, well, let <laughs> you me, can't avoid No, it, but let me know. ask
0: you then, Nita, are you, do you, what, what do you do when you get exhausted? You must be exhausted cl- climbing this mountain that you're, you're climbing.
1: We do get exhausted. Um, you know, and, and this is not going to be a good news statement, but it is the truth. Um, you can ignore this. And you can say it's not gonna happen to anybody I know, but it's only a matter of time until it touches your world.
0: You just gave me a shiver, Jeez.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, honestly, I wish I didn't have to say that. I wish that was a big fat lie, but it is not. I've been doing this for 12 years, and then I just told you a story about somebody in our family Mm -hmm. who was nearly trafficked. And we would not have had a clue where to start looking for her, because they hadn't been grooming her on her phone, like what is typical. They had, She didn't know these people ahead of time. She just was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And But for the grace of God and knowing what human trafficking is, she would have been a trafficking victim. Mm-hmm. We would have been looking for her And, you know, honestly, I get a little jaded. And everybody is like, oh, so-and-so was being trafficked. Oh, that's a trafficking situation. And honestly, most of them aren't. And when she told me I almost got trafficked, that was my first thought. No, you didn't. But she absolutely did. And I called the local law enforcement. They knew who the girl was who had tried to recruit her. It's a real deal.
2: Hi, uh, Nita, it's, it's Tim again here. Um, I know the Super Bowl is kind of the connecting point for this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. Is the Super Bowl committee, whatever it is, you know, the World Cup committee, the Olympic committee, you know, the Democratic and, like, and Republican yeah. party, are they in on this with you or are they trying to just pretend you don't exist?
1: You know, um, in all of those, there is a factor that they don't want to, you know, they don't want to be associated with it. They don't want anyone to not want to come to their political convention, not want to come to their sporting events, or associate them with bad people, with trafficking. Um, that's why conversations like this, that's why, and I know I keep saying that, but really it's how we're going to change the culture is by talking about this, admitting that it happens, Knowing that it can happen to us or someone we love and taking a stand and saying, this is important and I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop talking about it.
2: Do you have, this is going to sound kind of petty, but I don't mean it this way. Do you have like T-shirts? Do you have ribbons? Is there is there something, you know, that we can support Information you? packages. Yeah, let and- people sort of go, oh, why are you wearing that thing? And then, you know, start conversation a conversation. Conversation
0: starters, yeah.
1: Right. We do have, um, I would say, go to our, back, our uh, website, inourbackyard.org. Um, first thing I do is, is get, the, uh, get the book and educate yourself. And it's, honestly, I promote that shamelessly. All of the proceeds go right back into the work. Uh, but it's called The Primer on Human Trafficking, and you will know enough about human trafficking to recognize it once you uh, once you read that, uh, we have buttons. Uh, we don't have them. We're just redesigning them to getting them on the website. Um, and we do have some shirts. Uh, but I think the most important thing is start a conversation. Tell three people about what you heard today.
2: Is there a TED talk that yeah. you've done, perhaps something?
1: There are all kinds of uh, talks on my website. Yeah, um, yeah. You go to the media and you'll see all kinds of... You'll see a CNN interview. You'll see a Fox interview. You'll see uh, all kinds of things that you can use uh, to educate yourself and educate somebody else.
0: Um, thank you, Nita. I mean, thank you for... Well, this is not going to be a good example again. Um, <laughs> look, I'm, I will... I, I think people that are part of Greenpeace are a little too weird for my my world, but I that but I'm so glad they're doing what they're doing because if they're not if someone is not out there keeping certain other people accountable as as socially irritating as, <laughs> as I think they are or the fact that they don't shower a lot. Um I'm thankful that they're doing no, what they're no. doing. And so as much as as I'm sitting here admitting my ignorance about all of this, I'm so glad that someone like you is doing it. And here's the other thing I really love. I got to say this. Sorry, I'm running over time with you. Um, I love the fact that you are a Jesus girl, but but you're not shoved, You're not raising that flag. Like people have to dig to find out about the about the Jesus stuff. Like this is what Jesus people really need to be doing. Is shut up <laughs> about the. Four spiritual laws, blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> and just, just do stuff like this. Thank you. And love people. Thank you. Yeah,
1: and you know the survivors—they don't want to hear about Jesus. They've—I I don't want to even go there—but they've had Christian men by them so many times, it's unbelievable. They're, so yeah. what we need to show them is love. People don't argue. With genuine love that wants nothing in return,
0: man mm. that, there's a takeaway. Girls write that down for a little a little quote uh, from from the, um, uh, the I, I want to get the wording right. these girls don't want to hear about Jesus. they've had Christian men buy them a lot or something like that, right isn't that what right. you said? Nah,
1: multiple times. Yeah multiple many times. times
0: many times. Good night. What a takeaway. We suck. Human beings are just ah. Anyway. <laughs> Nita Bells but is we're
1: working to make it better together, right, yep,
0: Drew? Yep. Yep, we are. You go, girl. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Nita Bells, Andy, human trafficking advocate, in our backyard.org is where you want to go. And of course, that is also, you know, the name of this uh this book that you've got to get in our backyard, Human Trafficking in America and What We Can Do to Stop It. Thank you for doing what you do, Nita. It's such a pleasure Thank to chat you, with you. Yep. Yeah.
1: You too. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.